Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, ill-treated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside, into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are invited, but few are chosen. This is one of my favourite parables. There's all sorts of stuff in here and we haven't got time to do it justice in one short devotion. But essentially, Jesus is telling a story about the nature of the wedding and the wedding banquet that is to come at the return uh, of Jesus. And in a sense, speaking to the very moment that he finds himself in as well, because of course, in his first coming, there's a sense in which he's betrothed himself to his people again. It's a bit like uh, the engagement and we're now preparing for the actual wedding. And the heart of this parable is really discovering that God is so gracious. And essentially what Jesus does here is says that in terms of the invitation into relationship with God, the nature of this wedding and the nature of the banquet have changed from what you've been expecting. And you've basically been missing the point. The terms of the invitation have changed. It's on a different set of um, priorities and values now. So here we have the king in verses 1 to 5, which is God, sending his messengers out to those he's already invited to come to the wedding banquet for his son, Jesus. This banquet being uh, life with God for eternity in the new heaven and the new earth. Now notice this, he's already invited them and they've already said yes. What's going on here is that the messengers are being sent to say it's time to come it's time to get ready you need to prepare this banquet is ready come but they don't come israel has been given lots of time to prepare but they weren't ready when the moment came that's part of what jesus is trying to say here and for you and i advent is a time to say are we ready as we looked at already are we getting ready we've already looked at that as well sense of preparation and expectation. Every time we take the bread and the wine we're saying yes to the invitation to come. Every time we pray we're saying I'm coming. Every time we tune in to YouTube church we're saying I'm coming. So why didn't they come? Well verse 5 says they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. They decided what they had 
elsewhere was better than what had been offered, that what they had to do was more important. Verse 6 reveals that it was more than just indifference, though, as certainly for some. It was a hostility. Eh? Uh, they, they seize the servants. They ill-treat ill them. They kill them. There's a sense in which they've missed the point. They've missed uh, what this is all about. They've forgotten what it's all about. It's really possible, friends, to be someone who on the outside says I'm coming, but on the inside is going nowhere. It's really important in Advent that we take the time to look deeply within and ask again, am I really living for the coming return of Jesus Christ? Then, of course, things change. The second invitation goes out, uh, this time not just the VIPs, the important people, but actually anybody. The kings change the nature of the invitation. So verse 9, the king sends the servants to the street corners. It's actually literally the place where the roads meet. It's that point in the city where everyone gathers. It's the melting pot, cross-section gathering point of all society. And he says to them, invite anyone you can find. Anyone's invited to this wedding. Anyone's welcome in the kingdom of God. Jesus doesn't care who's at the table as long as they're there because they know they need to be and they really want to be. The standards and the terms have changed. And then we have this shocking moment in verse 11 where the king comes in and sees a man there who was not wearing any wedding clothes and threw him out. What is that about? Surely if all these people have been invited, why is the king then just throwing one out? Why is he rejected? Well, the best answer I've had to this is in a commentary on this by Tim Keller, who says that this guy forgot uh, one, one crucial piece of the invitation. There would basically be two reasons for not having wedding garments. Number one would be you don't own any, and number two, you don't have time to get them. Well, the original guests would have had them, but these new guests, they don't have them. So how are they there? Well, they're there because the king has clothed them. On their way in, they've been clothed. But you can't just turn up as you are. You have to be clothed. You can't just wander in as you are. You have to be made ready for the banquet with the king. And so the king would have clothed the second group, this second invitation list, at massive cost to himself, so that they could be fit to be in his presence. And here Jesus is saying, this is grace that you who don't deserve an invitation get one, that you who have no, be, no, no ability, no means to, to put on the clothes that make you fit for presence, the presence of a king are clothed by the king himself. It's grace. And of course here he's not really talking about clothes as such, but it's a literal, uh, sorry, sorry, it's not a literal thing, it's, it's a, a, a metaphor of being clothed with grace. Elsewhere, Paul talks about us putting on the new and taking off the old self. It's a metaphor that makes so much sense. This is the invitation of Advent, to know that you stand before Almighty God, simply a beggar. Spurgeon famously said of this passage, this is like beggars cheering for every dish because they know that they get to be at the banquet, not on their own terms, but on his. They turn up in their rags but they end up in the banquet hall in robes robes of righteousness gifted to us by the king of grace friends let's acknowledge our need of god this advent and prepare well for the banquet amen <laughs>